Hello and welcome to Comic Junto, episode 83. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creative director of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jack Huncho. Oh, that is so timely. Right on time. I've known about this project. I feel like forever, you know, I've yeah. really I eagerly anticipated yeah. this. I just found out about this moments ago. Yeah, quite, off, quite a very small amount of moments. That's right. But I am excited about it. Uh, Jack Huncho. Huncho Jack. Huncho Jack. Jack. Is- Jack. Comma Huncho. It is a. It's Huncho Jack, comma Jack Huncho. Oh man! Bye. This is some like no money. Huncho Jack, comma Travis Scott, comma Uh, Quavo. uh, Okay, so look, this is some no money. Comma Jeffrey situation. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if this is the first time you've ever listened to Comic Book Junto, you would be understandably confused. But let me just break it down for you for a moment. Yeah. Sometimes explain it to him. Sometimes we just you know we start. By talking about absolutely anything other than comic books. Quite often. We do everything we want to do on this podcast. Right, that's, that's right. That's what Junto is. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a collection of a number of different things that we're interested in. In this case, mm-hmm. it is Friday. Mm-hmm. New music has come out today. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the, uh, the side project, the, the uh, Marvel two-for-one, mm-hmm. as, as it were. The team-up yeah. of Quavo. And Cactus Jack himself, Travis Scott. That's right. Yeah. And I was just mentioning, mm. hip-hop is so much like comic books. Explain it to the people real quick. It's so much like comic books. Uh, this past Wednesday, I picked up uh, a Marvel team-up, and it is The Thing, thing and, Fence, and Johnny uh, Storm. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's it's, just talk about the fact, you see what they're doing, right? Wait, what do you, you mean? You see what Marvel's doing. You're bringing Fantastic Four in? That's right. Sneaking through the back door? You see, you see what they're doing. <laughs> Fa- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Thing... Made his way into Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh. And now... He was in the Guardians, Johnny, Johnny Storm is over in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur as well. Mm. So they they starting to... And, you mm-hmm. know, I picked up another comic yeah. today. I mean, on Brown Bag Day. By the way, Internet, happy belated Brown Bag Day to A you. Happy belated Brown Bag Day to everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, keep, keep the brown bag in Christmas is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I'm just start right. my campaign here. There's a, what is it? Starbucks. X-Men. Gener- Grand Design. Grand Design. Grand Design. Oh, That's Ed Piscor. You see what they're doing. Yeah. They have Speaking X-Men of. Gold, X-Men this, X-Men that. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Real quick, Internet, thank you for coming to be a part of Comic Book Junto. Yeah, as you can see, Adam, welcome, and I are welcome, welcome, welcome to to get into this. I'm high on life. Every podcast is somebody's first. So, welcome to Comic Book Junto. This is a podcast about the philosophy of geek culture. We talk about how geek culture affects our community, our culture, the world around us, and we mm-hmm. just geek out. That's right. We talk about news. We That's talk right. about movies. We talk about TV shows. We talk about current events. We talk about Quavo. Mm-hmm. We talk about Travis Scott. Travis Scott Summers. Yeah, call him right. It's lit. It's a good one. Yeah. Um and you know, we about to get into it. So yeah. before we do that, we want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. Shout out to every single one of you guys. You help make the podcast flourish. We appreciate you. We appreciate the new people who signed up for the Junto. We're going to shout you guys out very soon. Shout out to everybody in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If you guys are interested in, if you like the podcast, if you like what we got going on here, if this is your first time or this is your 83rd time plus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you like the podcast, consider being a Patreon member. Consider supporting us by adding us to your pull list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Around the price of a pod, around the price of a comic. Yeah. Five and bucks. in the case, in the case of that X-Men comic that you had just mentioned, six bucks, that's six dollarinos, mm-hmm. six American monies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for under that amount mm-hmm. for less than the price of a comic book, although that is a good comic book. Consider, so consider adding up. us to your pull list mm-hmm. by supporting us monthly. The same way comics come out monthly. 
Consider it. Mm-hmm. Bo- I mean, patreon.com forward slash comic book junto. Yeah. Check it out. We got some other things there. Consider supporting the podcast. That's right. Otherwise, please leave us five stars and a positive comment at least mm-hmm. and recommend the pod to someone else over Christmas, you know, Hanukkah, Ooh. Kwanzaa, Ooh. Merry, Happy Christmas here, here, Hanukkah here's the deal. to you guys. It, it, tis the season for forgetting to get a gift for someone. Here's Show how enough. this works. All right? yeah. here's, here's how this works. Yo, how fast y'all, can Amazon get it here? Y'all gathered around the old Tannenbaum, the what Christmas is the tree. Bomb? What is that? The Christmas tree. Is that what a Tannenbaum German. is? German. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. Y'all gathered around. Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. uh, you're doing the Pollyanna, the white elephant, whatever you want to call it. And you it, forgot right? that you were supposed you're, to give oh, somebody something. No, I forgot. Who am I supposed Damn. to give it for? What do we have? We had a $30 limit. Oh, what was I supposed to do? I was, I'm sorry. I didn't get something from my brother-in-law. Mm. And then it, it, it's your turn. You're supposed to hand over the package, mm-hmm. and here's what you do. First, real quick, nobody's looking. They're all occupied mm-hmm. with the rest of their gift mm-hmm. given. Mm-hmm. You you get a, a a box that you received, right? Right, and you keep the box. Now, second thing, important: find a a, a little scrap of uh, uh, tissue paper. I don't even right? know where this little is scrap going. of tissue paper. Right. Third thing, right, writing utensil. Mm-hmm. Real quick, you write a little drawing on that tissue paper. My you bad. put it in the box. You write my bad. Right. Moment. Your brother in law is beaming. He's looking at you. He's like, "Oh, it's my turn. What yeah. did I get?" Yeah. You hand him the box. And he opens it up, and he sees a little tissue paper in there, and it says. Comic book Junto, try it out. Thank you for your five stars. Your, there it is. And your positive review. There we really is. appreciate you. That's what you do. You My sh- gift to you. Sharing is, is caring. The gift of CBJ. The gift of knowledge. Yes. The gift of culture. Right. The gift of culture. Correct. And your brother in law is going to look at you, and maybe he's mad now, but like in time, he will know. Mm. He'll mm. understand. He'll appreciate it. He'll understand. See, sometimes you don't understand what God's doing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But you just got to hold on. Make sure and you say that to him. See, no, no, don't, you see, don't, don't, don't Craig, don't. Craig, Craig. Sometimes Just, you don't understand what God's doing. You don't, <laughs> he wants you to listen to Comic Book Junto, my brother. I'm giving you something that's deeper. <laughs> it's not about a one-time thing. It's about an ongoing thing. Check your spirit, Craig. Okay? Really on, look man. inside of you and see what's going on with what's you. What's the reason for the season, my man? Podcast. A, that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so now we just got you out of a bind, so you can't say that we never give you anything. Come on, you can at least give us five stars and positive <laughs> comment, and share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, share it on Reddit, share it on whatever. Yeah, T- text it, tweet it, whatever. If you like the Junto, you know someone who would appreciate it. Share it with someone. That's right. We would appreciate that. That'd be an awesome gift that you could give us is to share the Junto with somebody else. Indeed. So back to what we were saying. Mm-hmm. You were saying comics, hip hop, comics. Hip-hop is like comics right now. Very similar. Explain that. Uh, in so many different ways, comics and, and rap mm-hmm. are parallel to one another. They influence one another. Mm-hmm. They're, they're tangled into one another. Um, let's start with aliases. Mm-hmm. How many different uh, uh, rappers do you know have different names? Yeah. AKAs. Yeah. Or they just have like different titles that they go by, mm-hmm. right? Ghostface Killer goes by. Tony Starks. Right. So, I mean, like, it's in that way. It I is, mean, I got it, a new one. You have a new one? Fifty Shades of Grey Hulk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm out here. You never know where. I mean, I go by many aliases. I'm with it. Okay. I understand it. Okay. Okay. It. Yeah. AKA Kodak Black Adam. That's there, me. Yes. That's my thing. Yes. That's my thing. That is great. Thank you. <laughs> That's Thank you. amazing. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, aliases. That's one. Teams. Uh, 
so many different rappers, so mm -hmm. many different, so many different uh, uh, performers in hip hop. They have a team. Whether you're with like ASAP Mob mm -hmm. or if you are in Migos, mm -hmm. and then those teams break off, mm -hmm. and then they form new teams. Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. Future, and he teams up with uh, team ups. Uh, with Jeffrey with yeah. with I mean whatever you want to call. It. I don't know what he's going by right now. You know, now. there's a lot of team ups going on in the hip hop right now, and I don't know how I feel about all of them. It's yeah, I feel that way too. You know, because that Metro Boom and, and Big Sean thing. Not good. I mean, it was, I mean, like a lot of people. It's not great. A lot of what's going on, and I think this can get us into one of our first topics. We can kind of transition into this. A lot of what I see going on in hip hop right now is it's a classic or trash. It's one of the two. Hmm. It's, it's one or the other. Like, you can't put out fine music. It's fine, but it's not for me. This is also a very... It's fair. That's, a, that's Star Wars, too. That's where I'm going. Classic or that's trash. Where, that's where I'm transitioning we, to. Like, with Last Jedi, and we don't need to say anything, but we do need to say, listen to our one-shot. We mm -hmm. put out a one-shot movie review. But we got to talk a little bit about... Of Last Jedi. We got to talk about what's going on. Yeah. As far as Star Wars goes, and I, I see your point in hip-hop, mm -hmm. it's either classic, it is undisputed... Classic, the greatest thing I've ever seen ever, or it's garbage and you kids don't understand. Yeah, it's something along that those lines, and that's what's going on with Star Wars with this whole Rotten Tomato stuff in a major. You way. want to break that down for the for the people who don't know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So Star Wars came out. Uh, it, it mean it's no small thing to say that this is an event for not just geek culture, Indeed. just in the world. A new Star Wars episode eight, Last Jedi. We shared our thoughts on the CBJ one-shot. We've been seeing a lot of thoughts on the internet. If you are a creature of the internet, you've probably seen divisive statements. Yes. It's either amazing, breathtaking, brilliant, or it is trash, mm -hmm. a bastardization of Star Wars as we know it. Yeah. An insult to the legacy of Star Wars. I mean, it's one of those two things very few people... I think I find myself kind of like somewhere in the middle, mm -hmm. more on the positive mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. than the negative side. But there's very few people see it that way. And I would like to great. believe that that our one shot movie review was nuanced. Mm -hmm. I, I think so. Internet, you can let us know. Once I you wrestle with it. it a little bit. Yeah, but I, when I listen back to it, I think that we had a good, nuanced, honest discussion about how we felt about the movie. It wasn't a classic or trash kind of situation, you know, but it definitely seems like that's what's going on. I mean, even Rotten Tomatoes seems to be <laughs> showing that. It seems yeah. like the critic reviews... 92% critic. But the actual fan reviews... 53% audience. That's almost like classic or trash. One Damn. Two. How and is that happening? Well, so that's the thing. The question is, how is this happening? Is, it, is that really reflective of the kind of disparity between professional critics and regular folks like you and I. And some people seem to think maybe there's something else afoot. And there are campaigns to review bomb, quote, review bomb, unquote, this movie, which means folks are programming bots, kind of mm. like Twitter bots or mm. like uh, mm. hacking into these, man, that sounded like my dad. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. So I just use the word hacking, mm -hmm. right? They're doing cyber, right? <laughs> you, you got, you got people doing cyber. They and they're doing the cyber. That's, that's right. Doing. That's right. I, I need to be home. I didn't do cyber Get, until I was at least 21. That's the problem with these mm -hmm. kids. They out there cybering and, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and internetting. And, that's so true. That's and, true. Uh, uh, what else? They, 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 they time, they time, uh -huh. face, they, they time they, traveling, time traveling with their face. Timing. Yeah. Their faces on the time. All that stuff. It's, All it's of those things are happening. I, we never did that. There are people who believe that there are communities on the internet 
who are specifically throwing as many negative reviews at Star Wars as possible to deliberately sink the score of the movie. And why? For what reason? What is the purpose? Man, it really seems like... Well, first of all... They hate it that bad? Rotten Tomatoes is denying that. Rotten Tomatoes has denied that. They say if you were to put this up against a previous Star Wars, Force Awakens, for example, you would see roughly the same numbers coming in. But the disparity is... I mean, it's huge. 53% audience rating for this movie? That's wild. I mean, depending upon your timeline, there's a lot of people who don't like this movie. That's true. My buddy... Ali, shout out to you, Ali. Ali text messaged me. Let it run, Ali. And said, you're effing crazy. No, about Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he said you're effing crazy, but he might as well have said that. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, you are out of your forcing mind. Yeah. He runs a motor, local motorcycle shop where I get on my motorcycle shop, motorcycle stuff done. Yeah. He said he was walking around the shop yelling, listening to the pod, listen to our podcast, yelling, <laughs> yelling at us. He said he went home and cooled down. Hmm. Cool down mm. and actually process. Comic like, book he's like, he's like, he's like let me let me sit here and try to listen and process. So, Adam, on air, which is probably the terrible place to do this, I want to propose that we use one of those other kind of smaller conversational podcast things like Anchor or, oh. or Bumpers okay. to have little conversations with other people. Okay, yeah. I yeah. think it'd be cool because it's one thing to have you and I talk about stuff. It's another thing. This to, is a bigger conversation. Yeah. yeah it's Star see, Wars. Just, I, all I've been talking about since I've seen it is Star Wars. So it might all be cool to have some other conversations in a different place that's not the main I agree. podcast. So we'll, we'll play around with that idea. Yeah. Bottom line is you, we there is a fan base that seems fractured. Mm-hmm. There are people who really hated and rejected this movie and what it does to the rest of the franchise and there's some people who believe that this is necessary and better more accessible and a good thing it's it's progress and even the director himself ryan johnson he tweeted the goal is never to divide or make people upset but i do think that conversations that are happening were going to have to happen at some point if star wars is going to grow move forward and stay vital i mean to some degree the man is right the, the original movie came out in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We don't live in the 70s anymore. Yeah. We, we abide by a different time, different cultural structures, different understandings and awarenesses. So, yeah, growth is, it's it. And what I think is interesting is a lot of this plot revolves around the idea of change and time moving forward and looking into your past. And what do you do with that? What do you make of that? And in Star Wars, it's a tricky thing. Ryan Johnson, he pulled some moves. Yeah. And some people are upset. Some people are thrilled. And then there's this conspiracy theory, maybe. I don't know. I'm not so sure. Yeah. I buy it. I mean, like, it's not difficult. Which to, part? I'm not, it's not difficult to believe that there are people on the internet who want to use bots to slam this movie with negative reviews. I mean, people use bots to buy sneakers. Yeah. What? Wait, hold up. Huh? You don't know about this? No. They use bots to buy sneakers. Bots you know, got feet? No, no, no. Bots get like they chappy. Okay. So, for example, right mm-hmm. when sneakers come out, they're very hard to get a hold of. Okay. So when you go to the website, you kind of just get there. You sit in line. Imagine like we're trying to get tickets for Comic Con. Yeah, sure. So what if you had a bot that could sit there and buy the buy the buy the ah, tickets? Ah, okay. So now, the moment that it's available, it just clicks it up. And now here's the other thing: pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, groove. Exactly. Imagine you I have, do. You have bots uh-huh. because sneakers. There's a whole resale community. Uh-huh. What if you can not only get one for you? What if you could get flip it? 10, ah. pair, 15, okay. pair, 20, pair. Sure, sure. So now 
you're buying the sneakers and you're reselling them. Sure. So resellers use bots and all that kind of stuff. So but the bot thing, the bot thing is real. That's what I mean when I say it's not a crazy idea to think that people are using bots to review bomb, which is a new term I've never heard of before. Review bomb, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, but, and this is not new. There have been other things that have been review bombed. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we'll see from, I say we, like the royal we. I think sometimes these efforts come from places like 4chan and Reddit and um, maybe more specifically people who are against the inclusivity of, of new, more broad casting reflection of, of, of more diverse people. Like they, they don't want that. I, I don't want any uh, POCs in my movie. I don't want well, Idris Elba to be my James Bond. Well, guess I don't want Thor to be a woman. So sometimes, you know, the, the form of protest mm -hmm. manifests as this like review bomb thing as if that's why I ask, uh, what is the purpose? Like what, what is it really I don't truly know, because do? I'm not one of them people. So, I mean, Listen, if you don't like the way things are, go make something else. Sure. You know, or stop watching it. But to be able to, to, to want to take something away from other people because it's not the way you want it is you got to look at yourself and see, like, why, why do I feel that way? This why stuff is like not that? new, though. Yeah. And, that, and that's the point. This stuff is not new, regardless of the fact that this is a new Star Wars. I want to read you something. This comes from the Wall Street Journal, mm -hmm. right? Quote. There's something depressing about seeing all these impressive cinematic gifts and all this extraordinary technological skills lavished on such puerile materials. That's the word of the day. Perhaps more important is what this seems to accomplish, the canonization of comic book culture, which in turn becomes the triumph of the standardized, the simplistic, mass-produced commercial artifacts of our time. That's a review of The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. That's old. Yes. Right? So, like, people been saying yeah. that they don't like it forever, and then we turn it into a legendary thing that can't be messed with. Yeah, and I mean... here we are again. You Like, the thing is, you're going to have to really make what you want to make. Sure. And understand that art is up for interpretation and art is up for critique. That's the whole nature of what it is. So, if you go out there and you make... Um, the force awakens, which is very much like, it seems like, Hey man, you like the old movies. Let's mm -hmm. give you the old movie mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. new wrapping paper. Right. People have a problem with that. Right. They say, Oh, it's the same old, same old, same old thing. But if you go too far away from the flock, you say, all right, let me try something. I'm going to twist some things up. Yeah. Not my star Wars. Sure. So at the end of the day, I think, it kind of goes back to what Tanahasi was saying when when we talk about when we when I did the one shot with what uh, the origins with him mm -hmm. is like you've got to do what you you got to kind of almost turn your back on the fans to a certain extent mm -hmm. and make what you think the story should be yeah and I really appreciate that but at the same time understanding that part of doing that is you're going to have critique and commentary and and, and even criticism yeah. and that's a part of making stuff and putting in the internet it's way easier to revise than create it's way easier to criticize and critique than create yeah. it's way easier everyone's got an opinion but not as many people put their hands to the plow yeah. and that's the nature of being a person who puts things out there you are putting your art your design you're putting your thing out there and part of it is criticism and critique. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. this is a part of geek culture. This is a part of liking things. You know what I'm saying? This is yes. a part of being a part of 
this stuff that we enjoy. Right. Everyone's got an opinion. And we talk about this all the time, about ownership of characters, about entitlement over a franchise. Yeah. And like, you can't do that to Captain America. You yeah. can't play with my toys in this fashion. Mm -hmm. right? This is something that we return to all the time. And I like to believe that being a mature, responsible fan of anything, virtually anything, mm -hmm. is learning how to share something as opposed to defend something. When, when I become more comfortable with the thing that I love, and I don't need to prove it to anybody. I don't need you to believe me, but I would like to share the joy that I feel with you as opposed to defend it with my life. Stay away from this. Mm -hmm. You can't have this. You're ruining it. And, uh, I, you know, I like to think that that's a pursuit that we share on Comic Book Junto. You know? Yeah. Try as often as possible. Not always, but as often as possible to share instead of, you know, defend it. Protect the things that we love instead of try to destroy the things that we hate. And we talked about this when it Rose. came to Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Like, who's responsible for your joy? Mm -hmm. Whose responsibility is that? Tony Stark, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, the um, that's it. That's the conclusion that we came to on that one. Easy. Go back and I don't know Scratch if that, that was if it was there, but go back and listen and see if that's there. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that there's something to to consider and think about when it comes to what is you, whose responsibility is you having happiness mm -hmm. and having joy. It really yeah. seems like w people put responsibility on folks that they never agreed to be accountable to. Oh, sure. I never agreed to, um, you ruined my childhood, for example. I never agreed to sustain your childhood. Sure. Sure. When did I, when did we, when did you and I sit down and strike that agreement? When I'll did, remember when, that conversation. When did, yeah. When did we have that discussion <laughs> that when I went make this movie, when I make this TV show, when I watch, when I make this comic book, when I do this, that, or the other thing, I'm going to make it with the intent to make you happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely want to encourage and even consider myself loosening up our grip on things mm -hmm. and understanding that if we want innovation, if we want to continue to move forward and develop, part of what that means is it's not going to be the same way it was before. Yeah. Because if that was the case, we'd still be riding horses. And sure. There's nothing wrong with riding horses, but having the option to not ride a horse you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Understanding that there are other people in your community, other people in your neighborhood, other people in the freaking galaxy. We're yeah. talking about Star Wars here. Right. The whole point of it is there's the, there's a huge galaxy out there. And if we're going to consider other people, that means you got to get more comfortable with things not going your way. Now, you know, it's, does that make does that, 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 that sense? That does, that does make sense. And I, I think that that applies to certain things like um, the decisions creative teams make about characters, the trajectory of stories, mm -hmm. uh, choosing to say that uh, Wolverine is going to do X, Y, and Z in spite of the fact that you're probably not going to like it. It will be a better story. It'll serve a larger audience where mm -hmm. it'll be a more interesting turn in the, in the, the canon of this character. I right? want to say one thing. I don't want to say don't give your critique. No, 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 Critique no. is fine. But that's why I think loose grip is is a pretty good notion to maintain. Yeah, like you can have an opinion about it, but I'm I'm encouraging you not to be entitled about it. Sure. You know, having a perspective, having, you know, a platform to be able to say what you want to say, that's completely fine. Sure. I think the thing to watch out for is am I functioning as though I have been wronged or 
assaulted or yeah. am I addressing this as though it's a moral issue yeah. or am I being immoral in my response to the thing? Right, right. Or is it more of like, hey man, this is my opinion and I feel strongly about it, but I'm open to be wrong. Right. I'm open to be corrected and I'm open to hear other, other perspectives and ideas. And I'm open to come to the table not disagree mm -hmm. and then be able to shake hands and move forward because mm -hmm. we all there's room for all of us here yeah there's room for all of us in star wars mm -hmm. so, so th this idea of no in order for me to be happy you can't be like that's the that's the, i don't think that's what we want no we don't want that right so when i talk to my buddy ali we're not about to go to blows mm -hmm. we're going to exchange ideas we're probably going to laugh mm -hmm. and then, we'll, you know, either we'll hang up the phone or go get something to eat or whatever, because we're friends first. Mm -hmm. We are just coming together over this thing that we have differing opinions about. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we are enemies. Yeah. And that's the thing that I want to encourage. I don't want to encourage like this politically correct. It, it, it is wrong to have an opinion. No, I support the right of freedom. I support you having freedom, a freedom of speech, and at the same time, in having a freedom of speech, that means I get to critique sure. the things that you say, both sides. Or at least respond, right? Yeah. At, at least offer your I'm your just input. asking people to be respectful and, and manage your expectations and understand nobody owes you anything, right. Star Wars fan. Right, right. This isn't yours. Sure. You know what I mean? And as we continue to grow and mature, and as we continue to bring up the geeks behind us, and this is, I might be getting too deep, but I don't think I am. As, mm -hmm. a, as, a, as a father with, with child now, I want to teach my child, and Lord willing, the kids that come after it, hey, if you're going to get into this stuff with daddy and you like this, this isn't ours. Sure. You know what I mean? It's here for us to have fun, but yeah. it's not ours. You can have opinions. You can, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be disappointed and be there for a while. But at a certain point, let it go yeah. because it's not yours. Well, that's and what... I don't want you to walk around upset all the time right. with this stuff. This is supposed to be fun. Yeah, you it's, feel, it's not supposed but, to put a but, ship on your but, shoulder. Yeah, like it's yeah. okay. Well, that's what that's that's the thing with this movie in particular, with Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's fair to say that the a large portion of the point of this movie is to ask old heads to loosen their grip, mm -hmm. loosen their grip. And part of that is to say, like, hey, can you make some room for some new folks in here? Yeah, let some new people inside. Yeah, and there are a lot of people who just are not about it. They will. I will not be moved. Well, guess what? And that's, yeah, right. Like, Tom's, we're going forward. Hey, we're going forward. We want to. We're going this way. And that's why a lot of people have fan theories about things that were going to happen in that film. And it's, it, we live in a time now where we have so much time and so many ways to communicate with one another and with ourselves in between installments of Star Wars that I have all of my resources applying, you know, my mental strength, my community to think about the ways that I'm going to write Star Wars, the next one, right? I'm thinking about like... You're writing the next one? Well, I'm, that's just it. Everybody thought they were writing Everybody the next one. Everybody's writing the next one. Everybody thought they were writing the next one. Mm -hmm. Like, here, here's the thing. Here's, here's the deal with Ray's parents. Here's the deal with Han. Here's the deal with Luke. Everybody was writing it. And there are only two ways to wind up in that, if mm. you're not careful. One, you figured it out. That movie comes out now. I don't think anybody figured it out. And you outsmarted the movie. And then you think, well, it's kind of disappointing because yeah. I knew this the whole time. I guessed yeah. it. Yeah. Two, you're dead wrong. And the movie comes out and none of the things that you came up with are correct. And mm -hmm. in that case, you're like, well, I should have written it. They didn't do the one that I wanted. Mm -hmm. They didn't do the one that makes sense. And it's harder to step outside of that box and just say, 
I don't really care. I just want to, I want to be here for the story. And, and that that's the that's the balancing act though fine. because the the movie does and the franchise the stories do want you to become so attached that you care that deeply. Yeah. They want you to think about this in your idle time. They want you to spend time and energy on it. Absolutely. But there's there is loose grip is correct because there is a too far. You could hold it too tight. And if you don't care at all and they didn't do a good job then you don't hold it at all. So somewhere in between. Right. And it's not always easy as far as this goes. Here's here's a situation on the opposite side where being closer to a franchise and closer to characters is important and we don't know how to. Have you heard about Marvel's cuts, cancellations of upcoming comic books? Yep. Luke Cage is getting cut. Yeah. America's getting cut. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. Gwenpool, uh, Hawkeye, Iceman, Generation X. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of these books share something in common. They have at least a female protagonist or a queer protagonist or a person of color as a, a main character, if not the protagonist. In some cases, like America, that is a Latinx uh, 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 character. So she is both queer and dark-skinned. And that's... Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of options as far as this goes in comics. Mm -hmm. That comic is gone. Luke Cage, gone. Gwenpool, it's in the name. She's out of here. Generation X was a book that's largely about Jubilee. Gone. Hawkeye is one of my favorite books that Marvel's been putting out. Yeah. Out of here. Even before the arc gets I just to started, finish. I just started reading that on... Um... Uh, Marvel Unlimited. Kate Bishop, mm -hmm. so good. It's good. Artwork is good. It's really inventive storytelling. And you know, I'm talking about it, but I, I'm, I'm talking about it like you should start picking it up now, but that's the thing. It's been canceled already. So in this case, Marvel, they own the characters. They decide on the business strategy. Here's what we're going to do. And in this case, they say, well, it's not selling to our uh, satisfaction, so it's out of here. But the way that this happens doesn't involve a community of fans in any way. The way that we discover this is the solicitations for books coming out next month come out. It's like a catalog of comic books that are going to come out next month. And these books are not included. And that's mm -hmm. the surefire sign that something is about to end. And then a lot of times you have creators on these books, illustrators, writers, editors, pencilers, you name it. And they're hitting Twitter and be like, yeah, rumors are true. It got canned. And now we have to ask the question, why? Whose responsibility was it to keep this book alive? Now, we've been talking about Star Wars like, loosen up your grip, right? Make some room for some people. Allow some people to come in and share this with you. Now, in this case, I want to know as a fan, how do I tighten up my grip on this character? Because now this is not a question of the story arc, but whether or not this thing even exists. Mm -hmm. And Marvel is under fire because all of these books that just got the axe, well, we don't have a lot of options as far as these books go. Mm -hmm. There are not many more behind them. You get rid of Luke Cage where you just canceled Black Panther and the crew. Where are my black superheroes now? I think there's a conversation that's different there. Yeah, definitely different. It's not the same discussion. Not the same discussion, but it's, for me, I'm curious, what are my resources? What are my tools? How do I get closer to this? How do I signal that I really love this and appreciate it and I think it's good and I need it to stick around? So it, it's, it's, it's similar and it's different. Sure. So here's the thing. Disney owns Marvel. Mm -hmm. Disney owns Lucasfilms, which means Disney owns Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, those are not your toys. Sure. Here's 
as a black man, one of the things that I am used to, but is not okay, is I'm used to not being considered. Mm. So what I see happening is like, oh, well, you know, we're not keeping these books around that you want. And, you know, we're putting these books out. If a book is doing well, da 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 Yeah. As a black man, that doesn't mean a lot to me. Okay. Because I understand that I live in a world that is is not set up to prioritize things that are for me. Are you saying that you're used to things not going your way and used to having things taken away from you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm used to it. That, that doesn't sucks. make it that doesn't make it okay. Right. So when someone goes like I mean, so here here's what I'm here's what I'm reading Joe Casada saying in a tweet. Oh, I got problems with this. Says if a comic finds an audience, it will stick around, regardless of the lead character or creation create uh creator's gender, ethnicity, sexual preference, or I- identification. You can claim we're tone deaf, but we publish those books, but you guys ultimately decide where it survives. To say that to me is to ask me to ignore the planet I live on. Yeah, agreed. Is to ask me. Oh, so you're saying we all have the same chance, Joe that, that That's exactly... Oh, so you're saying everything's equal and everything's normal. And that's normal, just it. That last everybody line. Everybody who's gay has the same as straight. Everybody who's a woman has the same as a yeah, man. Yeah, that our money everybody goes as far. Everybody who's black has yeah. the same opportunity. Oh, so it's all equal. So that means all the creators are equally distributed. So that means all of the ownership. Mm-hmm. That means all of the money. Man, shut up. Yeah. Like, don't come to me. Don't don't talk down to me. Don't talk, don't, don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Right. And there's a certain point, as a black man, I have to acknowledge it what it is for what it is mm. and go, am I going to engage with this or not? Mm-hmm. And in engaging with it, I have to manage my expectations. Yeah, sure. And that means. I have to let my voice be heard. Mm-hmm. I have to express my opinion and my perspective. I continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I manage my expectations because mm-hmm. I know that's not mine. Marvel's not mine. Star Wars is not mine. I can critique it. I can criticize it. I can let my voice be heard. But at the end of the day, I have to, rec- I have to manage and understand I can only put so much trust and faith and hope in people who don't necessarily consider me as much as they do other people. Yeah. And I got I to gotta reconcile. And it's easier for me to do that while it's still hard as hell to do it because I'm black. Yeah. And this is the entire planet that I've grown up on my entire life. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can criticize it. I can critique it. And I can say, hey, man, I think there's the discussion to be had here. Mm-hmm. And the same thing I'm saying to the Star Wars person, I'm going, but that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, express yourself. Let it be heard. But loosen your grip on something that ain't yours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you don't let that doesn't mean you don't speak up, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. doesn't mean you don't use your platform. That doesn't mean you don't you don't say, hey, man. But what the big encouragement is at the same time. If you see a door close, well, I mean, like, this is a silly, this is not a silly analogy. I don't know if you know about this or not. What's this? LeVar Ball. <laughs> LeVar Ball <laughs> said, I'm doing my own sneakers. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. You going to tell your son da 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 I mean, look, at a certain point, 
You got to start calling a spade a spade. You got to say, look, either we got to make something for ourselves or you're going to put hope in people who don't care about you as much as you do. Mm -hmm. And you're going to keep putting your hope in people who don't care about you as much as you do. And you're going to keep getting mad about it. And they're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get some opportunities. You're not going to get some opportunities. You're going to get some progress. You're not going to get some progress. And this is not to say doom and gloom. There's no hope. There's no growth. 2017, we have seen progress. But at the same time, this is what progress looks like. It's herky-jerky. You know what I'm saying? It's not this smooth, you know... You know, we're just sitting on a thing with perfect wheels and it's just like this smooth sailing oh, glide no, 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 down no. the road. It is a bumpy, rocky, and and turbulence. you know, turbulent, bloody ride. Sure. It's rough. And one of the things that I see LeVar Ball doing going, man, I'm making my own shoe. Sure. He's even saying, you know what? I'm pulling my kid out of college. You know what? I'm going to start a D-League where anybody, some of these best basketball players who don't want to go to college... Come play for my league. I'll pay you up to $10,000 a month. Yeah. You you need to stay at least one year out of high school before you go to the NBA. I'm going to make my own thing. Mm. Now, does that mean screw college? No. It's not classic or trash. It's not no, it's, my way or the highway. It's separate. It's just saying I see a void in something that is for me. Yeah. I appreciate what you're doing, high school. I appreciate what you're doing, college. But I'm gonna send my two sons overseas. I mean, they're I gonna guess, play ball over there. You see, you see what I'm yeah, trying to say? Yeah. Well, I like, guess there's, I guess there's what more I'm... ways to do this, and we have to we have to say. Well, my encouragement is to kind of go, not not in a sense get over it, but shout out to you, Issa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you started out making your own thing, and then you got an opportunity. But the, everybody's not going to be Issa Rae. Sure. There's somebody who's going to have to just start that show, put it on YouTube, put it behind a paywall, and make it pop. Yeah, you know. Well, so, so here's what I'm hearing, and and it's it's both, I think, good news and bad news. Mm-hmm. The good news is is you have the power, you have the resources, you have the tools. Frankly, much like what Last Jedi is all about, you have these things at your disposal. You got to work and put work into it to par- carve your own path, make things for yourself. You want heroes to be represented like you. Make your own heroes. Be your own heroes. Mm-hmm. Do the work and create a new league, a new whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, Everyone has the ability to do that. Everybody has different odds against them. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different platform from where they begin and, and where they are capable of going, the hardships. Can I make a one, one uh, point in that? Sure. When you say ability, I take it as you are creative by design. You were created and you are a creative being. Okay. So if you have a mind, if you have a mouth, if you have hands, if you have feet, if you don't have some of those things, if you like, there's a foundational ability to create that you have. Sure. As a human being. Sure. As, as a living, breathing. And in light of all that foundational thing, there's so much nuance even in saying that. Sure. Oh, well, you know, I have this scenario, that scenario, my background is this, that, and the other thing. And in being here, because you're here, you have the ability to create. Yeah. Now, do we have the same odds, the same circumstances, no. same situation? No. no. no, 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 no. Is it a level playing field? Absolutely not. But I don't want to. I, I just. I just want to point out the point where people goes. You're creative. Mm-hmm. You creatives over there. No, 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 no. The fact that you exist means that you are creative. Mm. You are creative by design. You are designed to be a creative. 
human being. Sure. So that's the thing, but that doesn't mean it's going to be just as easy as the person next to you. Well, so that's that's what you know leads what I mean? me to the the downside of this. The good side is right, we, you are a human being. You were designed to create. You have the opportunities to create because you have a mouth. You have hands. You have and not even to be ableist, frankly. Right. But if you are like if you are capable of of speaking and writing and painting, and, and even if you aren't capable of those things, there are ways. Sure, there are ways. And I don't want to. The reason why I'm trying to make that point is because someone's going to go, "I don't have hands," and it's like, right? I don't want to be insensitive. Yeah, no, no, no. Because that's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying the point make the point is if you're here you have a chance to participate what that participation looks like mm-hmm. and where you're starting from that's that's so nuanced and varied that who knows now on the other side i do not believe that means that marvel can use that as an excuse to cop out of their responsibility if they claim to be doing something like serving diverse characters and and incorporating new voices into their creative team. Yes. If you make the claim, you must be doing the thing. This is what my my old head OG uh, mentor Dan Maul would say, Uh, in a sense. mm Kind of like, it's about accountability. Yeah. If exactly. I don't make myself accountable for something, then you can't put you can't put me I never put myself on the hook for it. Sure. But if you say Marvel, I we want to be diverse, what are the representation, so and so and so, you're on the hook now. Oh yeah. You made yourself accountable for all it. the way in for a penny, now, in for a pound. Now. Yeah. We get you now. You are gonna hear from me, and that's why but it's d- different. If you go, we never said we were gonna do representation. That is why. We never that's said why we're I, gonna do diversity. I don't, I, that's why I don't buy that trash that that came up some months ago. The, the diversity doesn't sell. Quote mm-hmm. that lit people on flame for a little while. I don't buy that trash because if you are going to be a part of a company that says they want to make an effort to incorporate inclusivity mm-hmm. into your your the stuff that you've been doing. Right. If you want your product and your characters and your franchises mm-hmm. and your audience to be mm-hmm. more diverse, then you must acknowledge and accept the things that come with that. Mm-hmm. For example, it's going to be harder. Yes. Your sales ain't going to be the same. It's going to be easier. It is easier to not, to not do it. Being less diverse is easier. Right. Ha- showing less representation is easier. Which is, why, yeah. which is why I think it's trash. Here's another tweet from Joe Caseta. He's the chief creative officer at Marvel and one of the guys who's been tweeting about these cancellations of comics. Uh, he says, you guys are... You guys. You guys are already doing it's already us. It's already us versus you. It's, yeah, right. Exactly. Which is... Come on, man. Um, so somebody had said, like, what do we need? What do we have to do in order to show you our support? And he's responding. You guys are already doing that. And we do listen. But what you may not see is that there's another fan just as passionate as you who is telling us the exact opposite. So in that position, what does a creative or publisher do? Wait, nah. wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up, nah. back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Uh, re- see, uh, see uh, let me tell you what I heard. And Adam, you tell me sure. if, if you agree. Can you read that quote again? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me start with the uh, the tweet that kicked off that response. Mm-hmm. This comes from uh, somebody on Twitter, a fan. Uh, he tweeted at Joe Quesada, mm-hmm. and he says, "For all the fans who buy trades and read digitally, or just fans who want to get more involved, is there a way beyond purchase to help comics creators?" writing reviews, telling Marvel that they love a creator. Basically, you know, how, how do I let you know? How do I put my anchor in it mm-hmm. so we can keep this here? Mm-hmm. You know that I like it and I wanted to stick around. And Joe responds, you guys are already doing that and we do listen. So there's some affirmation there. You're doing your work and we're paying attention. He continues, but 
What you may not see is that there's another fan just as passionate as you who is telling us the exact opposite. Well, opposite of what? Now, what I presume, mm-hmm. this is vague. There we go. So what I presume is he is saying, you say you want Gwenpool to be around. Someone else says, get Gwenpool out of here. You say you want Iceman to be in a solo book away from the X-Men. Somebody else says, get him out of here. You say you want America Chavez on her own title. Someone else says, I don't care about America. I don't need it. So here's what I'm hearing. And then he puts this on fans. Here's what I'm hearing. I don't really care about representation. I don't really care about diversity. I just am doing what I have to do so that I can't have anyone say anything to me yeah this sounds like he's talking about data i'm looking at the data and the data says and this and this is a conversation i've had with some other people before oh this makes me so pissed just to look at it you gotta have a you you gotta have a a, you have to have a let's remove comic books let's remove movies let's remove the the actual product you're selling Mm -hmm. the conversation is hey how do you feel about representation Mm. Well, the numbers say, no numbers. Sure. What are your thoughts on representation? Sure. What are your thoughts on diversity? Let's have a moral discussion. Where do you stand? Right. Are you for it? Are you against it? Are you neutral? Oh, I'm for it. Okay, hold on. Are you for it in theory? Are you for it in practical application? Yeah. Oh, I'm for it in practical application. What's the practical application look like? Well, I think that so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, how does that apply to what you do over here? You're going to adopt a kid? How does it apply to adopting kids? You're a cop? How does it apply to being a cop? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you, you're a teacher? How does it apply to your, your students? Mm-hmm. You're a run a business how does it apply because we got to step out of the the unique scenario and what's your moral stance on this how do you make your principles universal right yeah and now when you come here right and you go representation diversity we the logo we're for it got it what you just did is you took a stance you took a moral stance sure we are for this we want this and you got the you gonna say out your mouth well just like you're saying you are, you want it, it, what's the discussion we're having? Let's mm-hmm. context. Sure. Representation, diversity, this book, this book, this book, all these books, even your own comments, right? Your own comments. You're, you're, you're putting it on us, the fans. Mm-hmm. You are saying if a comic finds an audience, it will stick around regardless of the lead character or creator's um, gender, ethnicity, sexual preference, or identification. Sure. So you brought that up, Right. So you're saying, oh, now it switched. Now it switched to, well, we believe in representation as long as you support the books. Yeah. Oh. Right. So that's different. We, like believe, a- we, believe, we believe in diversity as long as you support the books. So then I say, oh, well, well, what can I do to support the books more? I'm not even going to push back. How do I support the books more? And then you go, well, while you're supporting these diversity representation things, someone who says they don't want it. Hold up. So you said you took a moral stance for diversity and representation. Someone else goes against your morals. Yeah. So 
It, it you, feels you, like... you, you're a, so basically you're a sucker about it. Like you don't, you're not really about it. And that's really what it comes down to. Oh, you ain't really, you ain't really riding. You're it, not really about it. It feels like you're moving, conveniently about it. It feels like moving the goalpost, but not in the traditional sense when people think like you're just making it harder. You're ex- extending more yardage uh-huh. and and taking the goalpost farther away. It's like moving the goalpost closer against me, like moving a wall in against me. Oh, when I said this, I also meant I wanted to factor in the fans who don't want this too. No, no, that has nothing to do with any... What What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Not to mention the variables of the comic book industry that enter into this. The comic book industry is whack. Like, it is so backwards and difficult to understand. Most comic books are distributed by a company called Diamond. Like all of them. All of, right. I say most. It's like I mean a monopoly. Like 96%. Unless yeah. it's independent. Exactly. It is a monopoly. They don't share metrics. They don't share data until you know very, very far after a book has been released. And they only share some of the data. For the most part, data that is shared is uh, sales to, to, to comic book shops. Not, yeah. Transactions from the shops to right, which you would call a sell through. They don't really talk about the sell through. They talk about the other thing. But comic shops don't. They don't got a lot of margins. They don't have wide margins and deep pockets. Mm -hmm. They only buy what they think is going to sell, which means they only uh, uh, buy the books they think they're going to be able to get rid of. And fans, if they don't know the book exists, well, then how do I think this is going to sell? I don't. So, case in point, one of the books that's being canceled, Iceman. Iceman is a member of the X-Men. There are a lot of X books out right now. Iceman has not had very many issues out. Not a lot of them have hit the stands. It's a new book. Not one trade has even hit the shelf. So there are some fans, comic book fans, that wait until a trade paperback comes out, collecting at least, I don't know, five, six issues, and they buy it from... Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. or Amazon or from a comic book shop now that it's all bound. So there are some fans who don't even know Iceman exists. Mm-hmm. That book is canned. That book, the, the trade didn't even come out. So like, what do you mean you gave it a shot? According to your own industry, you didn't even give it the shot that it takes to reach customers that you sell to. I'm, it, it drives me batty because we have people who are in power who say, if you want the book, then just buy the book. That's tautological. That's making... Whoa, 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 whoa. Tautological. Thank you. Yeah, Tautology. Y'all, if you've read uh, the most recent Mr. Miracle... Nope. He, he, uh, Mr. Miracle himself, Scott Free, talks about tautology some. But, uh, and, and he's talking about the existence of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, and it's such a good book. It's such a good book. Sounds like something I need to read. Yeah, you would, you would like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tautology or, or something that is tautological is basically to make the argument as the solution. And it's, uh, it's Ouroboros effect. It's the same thing. Come on, man. So, Ouroboros. All right. So a dragon swallowing its own tail. Got it. Makes the infinite loop. There you go. All right. So basically it's like this. How do I support the book? Buy the book. Well, how to make sure that the book doesn't go away? Buy the book. Well, what if I don't want the book to get canceled? Buy the book. Why are you getting rid of the book? You didn't buy the book. Wait. So in order to buy the book, I have to buy the book. Yeah. So why are you getting rid of it? Because not enough people did that. Wait. Yeah. What kind of argument is that? Yeah. An argument against who? And then to have the, the, the boldness to turn to the internet and say, you're the fans. You put it on the chopping block. 
You're the fans who didn't support it hard enough. And that's where we go back around full circle to what I was saying, which was like, at a certain point, I think this does come down to looking at this and going, huh, this is what happens when this isn't mine. Mm-hmm. This isn't mine. Yeah. You, you get what you get and you say thank you for it or you don't. You know what I mean? Now, you can you can make your critique and your commentary and all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, it's not yours. Sure. And they don't owe you anything. And this is a reality of a black man that I live with. Sure. Like, this isn't mine. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And this is why you see a lot of black the black community talking about black excellence and talking about ownership, sure. talking about being debt free, talking about creating things and keeping the rights and keeping, you know, y- y- you see a lot of that stuff going on. Even this whole situation with, I don't know how familiar you are with Joe Button and everyday struggle, mm-hmm. Joe Button talking about, he's going to leave everyday struggle because they weren't giving him creating credits. They weren't paying him what he was worth. So he said, all right, I'm going to up and I'm going to go do my own thing. Chance the rapper saying, look, Same, I'm going to yeah. be independent. Like, these are people who are saying, look, man, in order for us to continue to thrive and grow and develop and lead and move forward, Tyler, the creator, I'm going to be independent. I'm going to go make cartoons. I'm going to go make clothing. I'm going to, this is what Kanye's been yelling about. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And this ties back into hip hop and comics. They said that you can't make leather jogging pants. And look what he did. He did. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, it's about understanding this concept that, hey, man, that's not yours. You can hope they're going to listen to you. And even if they say they're going to listen to you, they're only going to listen to you so much. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I think if anything, this is an encouragement. Hey, oh man, go out there. Yeah. Make, make that thing that you were considered. Take the thing that you saw that you wish was more like the way you wanted it and maybe be the guy who makes the next one. Because listen, they had to go out there and make that. And now mm-hmm. you're sitting here looking for them to feed you the next thing. Understand that that watering hole might dry up. And that's, you know, I think that's the harsh reality of the world that we live in now. Mm-hmm. As we see companies forming up like Voltron and like, I'm talking like Galactus world eaters. Yeah. I got this one. I got this one. I got this Speaking one. They're yeah. all under the same roof now. Mm-hmm. Right. As we see that happening, that means that we have fewer options outside of that thing other than make your own DIY. Like you, if you need to make something outside of the system, because the system is impenetrable, that's the way it that's the way it is. Still let your voice be heard. Yeah. It's not either or. That's I just want to make sure I'm clear. I'm not saying either or. Yeah. I'm not saying pick one. No. I'm saying, you know, but consider. At this, but at the same time, you know, I I as a consumer, as a fan, I want to be a smart, savvy, responsible consumer. Yeah. I want to hold some of these companies to a higher standard than yes. they perform. Yes. And I will continue to be disappointed when they drop the ball. Uh, I will continue, continue to, to be, voice it. I'll be disappointed. Yeah, I'll be disappointed and I will broadcast my, my feelings and I will be disappointed in... You know, a company like Marvel, which, man, the past year for them has been rough and tumble. And it's all, and they've also listen. And uh, man, when I say that, by the way, stuff too. Yeah, they've done good stuff too. When I say that, I mean like not rough and tumble. Like they've had bad odds against them. Like they've made bad decisions. They've done some pretty tripped up stuff. We haven't even talked about CB Sabolsky and his Japanese alias. But like Marvel hasn't issued a word 
nothing on that. And there's just a lot of things. And you, if you want me to trust you with your products, then you got to do harder work than that. Yeah. So that's, that's where I am from a consumer perspective. But at the same time, it's got it also needs to be backed up with a put up or shut up. Then what am I willing to do about it? I'm looking at Marvel with scrutiny and being like, you need to do better or else I'll keep buying your stuff and complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you vote with your dollars. Yeah, and so. I mean, it's it's this is this is the reality of what it is to be um, a geek in this time yeah. period. Uh-huh. You know, while we're growing and learning and maturing and developing our perspectives and our worldview, and we're seeing this happen. This is what we saw in 2017. Kind of looking at a recap, this was a year of a lot of people going, "Hey, yeah. wait a minute, yeah, nah, 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 nah. We're not letting this ride no more." And we're going to continue doing that in 2018 and 19 and 20. And I think more and more we'll see that, man, this is nuanced. Man, this is difficult. Man, this is tough. And there's lots of different ways. There's engagement, there's resistance, and then there's creation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just... Creation is powerful. I'm advocating for all of those things. Believe, create, inspire. Take what you believe, whether you're into something, you're not into something, you liked it, you didn't like it, you give it an A, B, C, D, or an F. Take what you believe about that thing. Sure. Create something in light of that inspiration that's come from that, that reaction, with the intent to inspire, affect, you know, evolve Mm -hmm. your circle of influence. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean stop engaging with stuff. No. But it means, look, man, understand that you do have the power to create right where you're at, right when you're in your unique scenario. Listen, man, from Tatooine, you know what I mean? From, like, your parents were X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole thing. Listen to our one shot. Well, I don't want to talk, go into too much, but that was the whole... got less Jedi on the brain. That was the whole point. The whole point is... You can have an effect in this story, right where you're at. You sure. think your scenario is like, nah, man, it's the East Ava DuVernay's different than me. Sure. Yeah, she's different than you, but no, she's gonna tell you to do. You're already a director. Pick up the camera. Hey, and those things are a lot easier when you do it with someone else. When it's not you by yourself, but you find like-minded individuals who want to do those things as well. Mm-hmm. So you can form up like Huncho Jack, comma Jack Huncho. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. That's right. So. so speaking of forming up. Speaking of Galactus, yeah. speaking of world eating, yeah, we've been talking about this on and off, but we didn't acknowledge the fact that Marvel- all right, we've been cast in the new Fantastic Four That's movie. Right. All right, I didn't want to put it out there, but oddly enough, I'm, I'm the Invisible Woman, and I will be playing Ben Grimm, the Thing. <laughs> uh, I've, I've changed a little bit of the script, so it says Man Thing now and there. But we'll right, see what no, we can do. No, with. it's not. We we'll just see what Ben Grimm, Man Thing, Adam Tedderus, aka Tet, Young Gordon, Ben Grimm Thing. You know what it's hitting for. <laughs> nah. Peace. <laughs> nah, nah. What were you going to say? I was going to say that Marvel actually officially bought 21st Century Fox yeah. movie and TV stuff. Yo, it's real, real. They got X-Men. <laughs> they got Deadpool. Mm-hmm. They got Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And is it Bob Iger? Bob Iger as in one of the heads of Marvel? One of the, one of the, uh, the heads of Disney? Yeah. Yeah. He said... That they will let Deadpool continue to be yes. rated R good as long uh, as people know what they're getting. How do you? Okay. Sure. He also said that, I know we were talking about, oh man, maybe they'll create their own universe. Or sure. Maybe that, nope. X-Men, Deadpool, and Fantastic Four are all going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Good. Finally, sign so, me up. I'm so, happy. Hey, 
I'm most I didn't I I didn't realize how important it was to me actually until I read one of the comics I picked up this week the uh thing Thank and Johnny course. Storm John that was so fun so good Chip Zdarsky is the man for the job on that mm-hmm. and I kept thinking man I miss the Fantastic Four. I wish they had a good shot. Yeah, they left I when really we first started wish. the podcast. Yeah. They ain't been back since. No. And I I, I wish they had a good shot in, in uh, film. I want to see them team up with Spider-Man. I love the way the Spider-Man and Thing talk to one another in, in this... Uh, this current issue of of Thing and Johnny Storm, Thing and the Torch. It's a great book. It's really fun. I'm excited to have them mm-hmm. back under one roof. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get really good movies. 20 more movies, Kevin Feige says they and have And you know that, I mean, that Wolverine going to be in one of them. So, yeah. He, he'll Even be though back. Hugh Jackson saying, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not coming back. He'll, we'll, we'll get a Wolverine. We're it might not Wolverine. be Hugh Jackman. How do you feel about... Rated R Deadpool in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel good about that. I feel like that's that's an important step. It's interesting to think about a Disney movie mm-hmm. being rated R. But you keep saying a Disney movie. I say it's that because branding I, though. Yeah, I it, say that those because those Marvel movies are never. You don't get the ba da 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 da. You know, you don't get that on the front of a Marvel movie. You sure, get the, you get the flipping pages and then you get the Marvel thing that zooms in at you. Yeah, but it, you know. The, since Disney bought Marvel, there's been a certain formula at play. And so thinking about the formula and the way that it works, mm-hmm. thinking about adding Daredevil to the mix is kind of like, I'm going to have a wholesome... No, no, Deadpool. Or, I'm sorry, Deadpool. Uh, I'm going to have a wholesome dinner. I'm just going to have you know my family come by. It'll be like real sweet. Sit down dinner. I'm also going to invite some of the most rowdy people I know to tear shit up. But that like, is, what, but that what, is what, what the Marvel universe. Sure. That's what they do in, in comics. comics is. Yeah. And he told us Avengers 4 is the end of phase three. And then we're going to do something we never did before, which yeah. is create a conclusion. They're yeah. going to come to uh I think that's exciting. Scene. That's exciting. But we're still going to move forward in things you've never seen before. I'm into it. 20 more movies planned. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta know that they've taken note, man. If Logan is actually being considered for like awards this year, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're Disney slash Marvel Studios and Lucasfilms and all the rest of that stuff. It's not like Mickey Mouse is sitting on top of, you know, a mountain going, oh, well, Mickey, I think we should go make a Deadpool movie. Like, that's not, he's not doing that. Oh, gosh, Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's someone over Marvel Studios who's making a decision. There's someone over Lucasfilms who's making a decision. Sure. There's someone over these different small, I mean, the Marvel Netflix stuff. There's, Mm -hmm. like... Hulu, they gotta have sixty percent. You don't stuff. think it's actually Mickey Mouse? You don't think maybe there's like a for real? Huh? Like I don't think so. Michael Mouse, and he's at the t- very top of the company. He's just working in the shadows. He's like, oh, all right, see you guys later. <laughs> oh, finally, I'm glad I was able to <laughs> stop doing that ridiculous. Puffing on his cigar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can see it. Oh man, I think there's some puppeteers for seventy five years. I think Michael, Michael <laughs> like, Mouse. What? He's been pulling strings Michael this entire Mouse? time. Michael Mouse. That's that's the real dark version of him. Yeah. Oh gosh! Finally, they stopped doing that ridiculous voice. <laughs> Michael Mouse is from New York. Yeah, right. Uh, somebody grab me a slice. Go downstairs, boy. Go. Hey, we well, yeah, you're down there. Grab me one, will you? What does he have? Roommates? He's too wealthy. Listen, for this. you're asking me too many questions. Okay. All right. Listen, I'd hate for something that bad to happen to you and Timmy. Okay? Paulie is included in a lot of scenes. Hey, listen, don't worry about what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> You, Demery, you got a nice fan, you got a nice little apartment uh, over yes. 
Uh-huh. You guys Thank enjoy you. your time. Thanks. Yeah, you, 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 it's funny about you. You ask a lot of questions, and uh, there's uh, a guy named Doug who used to ask a lot of questions. You might have heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Part of me. And uh, Doug didn't turn out so well. Supreme okay? Leader Michael. Right? So uh, don't don't worry about what I'm doing. Just know that uh, the next movie will come out if we decide to do Rated R. You'll know about it. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Thank you. Bless you. Praise you. Heil Michael Mouse, man. Sorry. Michael Mouse. That's officially the voice of Michael Mouse. All right, guys, listen here. And we decided that uh, Fantastic Four is coming in. And uh, Bob, you take care of that. Bob Iger's going to handle it. I'm going to go grab a slice. Bob Iger's one of his, like, <laughs> his hitmen. He's one of his, his just, uh, uh, his cronies, his minions. Listen, you're asking a lot of questions. Uh, okay, you. yeah. That's my bad. That's what I do. Right? That's why they call me the question. Again, I'd hate for something bad to happen to you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, I too would hate that. I hate that for something bad to happen to you is wild. I would hate like, that I mean, as well. It would be terrible. If, like, I mean, you got nice knees. You don't want nothing bad to happen to your knees. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever compliments somebody's knees right. if well, they're going to do know, something I'm the I will pay attention to that because the kind of work I do, if you understand what I'm saying. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. I pay sure. attention to these things. Carpentry. Yeah. Uh, well, we work with tools. Is okay. What, what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> right. But the kind of work we do, uh, we're the best in the world at it, but uh-huh. um, you wouldn't like, well, I don't want to talk about it. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Octavius, that voice acting career coming along? Maybe. Where's that at? Give me a couple of dollars. Okay. Go take these classes. You got to make your own future, man. You, if you want to do this, you got to do this like chance. You got to do it unsigned. That's what I'm make trying to do. Make your own video games. I'm trying to do Make it. your own voices. I would love to, man. Yeah. Listen, man, if I can do stupid voices off the top of my head with no training, imagine if someone actually taught me how to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you will. That's, that's actually in my plans. Once I'm able to get myself in order, mm. I'm definitely going to take some um, voice acting, voiceover classes. I will be the first person to review one of the games that you uh, voice over for, or cartoons, or movies, yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever you end up yeah. producing. Imagine if we'll that do actually happens and I come in and, listen, uh, Adam, you, you know, uh, God, I used to have a guy named Adam, it was a guy I knew. Well, don't worry about it, he asked too many questions. <laughs> you, you remind me of him, because you ask questions too. <laughs> Maybe something happened to your gills. You got nice gills. My gills! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, get out of here, grab me a slice. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> It always ends the same. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Uh, what else we got besides? Oh, so X Men are yep. coming in. Mm-hmm. What do you? How do you think it's going to happen? Uh, well, I mean, if if there is in fact going to be an end to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it it could happen. Just generate a brand new blank slate. Like, all right, it's over. So now we start a new world. You think they're going to blank slate it? If, even though they got, I could they see got it. Guardians of the Galaxy three coming out of it. Sure, they got Spider Man two coming out of it. Yeah, and two or three other movies we don't even know what they are. I don't know. I'm, I I could see that. I do think that one of the next Infinity War movies, either part one or part two, is going to offer a look into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a peek at other the we've same already, characters. We already, we already played with it. Well, how do you mean? Doctor Strange. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, we did. That Although, introduction. And, and, and Ant-Man is coming out, too. Uh-huh. So, Ant-Man comes out. So, we got, we've got Black Panther, which we got Black Panther news. <laughs> we've got Infinity War. And then we got Ant-Man the Wasp that comes after that. That's right. And, you know, that plays with the multiverse as well, doesn't it? Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Other dimensions or something bit, like that? Ant-Man's more on that Ultron tip. But although shrinking well, so, so much that you go into thing. other dimensions or something like now, that, because they did Ant Man, I don't. It, because they did Ultron and Avengers too, I have no idea what is happening in the Ant Man movies because that was a pivotal piece of Ant Man, and the fact that they've had three different Ant Men, I, I don't know where they go with any mm-hmm. of that. But we only got one in the movies, right? Well, yeah. technically two, right? Right. Because right, one sure, of them sure, is retired; sure. and he's doing his own thing. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. I have no clue. But I, I do think. What we'll see in Infinity Wars, either one or two, 
is we will see a tear in fabric of reality mm-hmm. and we'll see another Iron Man looking face to face with the Iron Man that we know. Riri. And that's that's where I'm thinking it goes. Oh. I really believe that. There's some people who ain't going to make it through. I really believe that. Who do you think is not going to make it through the Infinity War? Oh, oh, oh who's like who's, who's not going to make it through Avengers Avengers 3 and 4? Well, they're definitely going to dispense with the characters nobody cares about. They're probably going to off Scarlet Witch mm. quickly. Well, what about Scarlet Witch and Vision? Vision's probably going to eat it. He's out. Vis- How? Probably. I don't know. I, I would just, love to are see you just him saying do- things. I just think, it, it, like, I mean, think about the fan base, though. They could just get rid of him. People are like, oh, casualty. I don't really care one way or another. However, mm. sorry, Paul Bettany, you were good in literally every single every single one film, of these movies, but like. Okay, your time is gone. For the most part, I never saw you anyway. You were just a, dis- a disembodied voice. I don't think Vision's going anywhere. Um, I think Cap is going. I think they're going to kill gonna Cap. Die. We're yeah. going to go to Bucky. Hey, as they say on the first track in Super Slimy, no Cap. I think Cap is going to be get. He, he's going to. He's going to. What about Tony? Tony will probably die. They're, you know what? They're all dead. It's going to be like Hamlet. You're literally saying yes to everybody. This is going to be ha- Yeah, you're think, right. You're yeah, right. What do you, what do you think is, about I come from a yes uh, and territory. He's dead. D-E-D. In Groot? Yeah, dead. Peter he's, Quill. He's probably going to die. I think what will happen to Gamora is she'll die. And <laughs> one of the things... I I think one of the only... Spider-Man. They're probably going to die. He'll die at some point. <laughs> right. Spider-Man will go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I, that's why I think there needs to be a factory reset. I don't, I don't know how you can get yeah. some of the old characters to go into the new universe in order to establish a new universe. Just all new, all different, different, whatever. All the same. All the same. Sure. Well, we, we're talking about... Time is a flat circle. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Infinity War, but we are skipping over Black Panther, and we found out some uh, news oh, oh. that is... As if this couldn't get better. We found out that my man, your man, Kung Fu Kenny, Kung Fu Kenny is going to Kendrick Lamar. For those of you that don't know, mm-hmm. is going to be doing an exclusive, brand new track. Yeah, for Black Panther. Yep. Yeah. Yo. I, that's I, I can just, only imagine. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, just the makes soundtrack sense. for Black Panther gotta be crazy. Yeah. It's gotta be. That thing gotta be. That thing gotta go. It gotta be hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. We already started with Run the Jewels, right? You know that. They, I mean, if they're smart, and if they did what they did with like Guardians of the Galaxy and that whole playlist thing they did, sure, you gotta know that they got enough. They gotta have enough sense. Kendrick Lamar coming in here to give Vince Staples an assist because Vince Staples is getting his music featured in every trailer for everything, yes, yes, always. Yes. And Kendrick Lamar is like, let me help you out. Let me let me help you lift this. And he comes in and he's going to do an original song for Black Panther. Oh, man. Please. Now, the way that they reveal this is interesting. It was like a blink and you'll miss it kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick released a video for one of the songs off of his most recent album, Damn. He released a video for the song Love. Mm-hmm. And there's just a clip in the video like the halfway mark where it shows a slate as as if they're filming a, a movie or another music video inside of it. Mm-hmm. And on the slate, it says B period Panther. And then below that, it says soundtrack. And below that, it says coming soon. Well, I, well, no. I think it's just going to be King Kunto. They just change it to T'Challa. Ugh. It's probably what it'll be. Man, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. T'Challa's got, got the yams. <laughs> What's the yams? <laughs> Vibranium. Right. 
Right. A couple trailers we can talk about, then we can get up out of here. Yep. Did you see Sicario 2 trailer? I did see the Sicario 2 trailer. What are your thoughts on that? I like Sicario 1. I like Denise Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. He's uh, quickly become one of my, my favorite directors. Didn't he do... Blade Runner 2049, eh. Arrival, yeah. and Sicario, the first Sicario. Yeah. Prisoners, a movie called Enemy. Prisoners was all that. Everything he's worked on has been at least worthy of your time. Mm-hmm. We can say that. Uh, I think he's great. Sicario is not the kind of movie that I need a sequel for. Why is there a Sicario 2 happening? No idea. What because is there, the way what is Sicario plays sequel? out, the way Sicario 1 plays out and ends, job done. We're done. We're done here. Uh, but Denise Villeneuve is not doing this. Who's the woman that was in Sicario 1? Was it Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt? Yeah. Where's she at? Don't know. I don't understand. So this is, it's not the same director. I mean, the movie looks like I watch it. Look, you and I just watched Bright on Netflix. Let me tell you something. So, like, my standards for what I'm going to watch, my palate, it's it's warped. I can watch just about. I could eat tree bark right now and say this is good. No, this is worthy. No, you could not. So I don't know. Sicario two, not necessarily in need of it. How about another one that's been more hotly anticipated? Ocean's Eight. What Ocean's Eight. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. It was kind of just like the idea of this show is really cool. The idea of this movie is really cool. Yeah. But the trailer didn't really make me excited. It no. was kind of just like, I'm going to see this. Sure. I am going to see this. Yes. Yeah, because I'm excited for the idea of it. I'm excited for who's in it. But the trailer was kind of just like, um, I mean, yeah. I guess. I felt similarly. The cast is fantastic. Like, whatever, I guess. I'm really excited about the fact... Me excited. Is Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, Sarah Paulson, Aquafina, Rihanna, Helena Bonham Carter. I'm, I'm into this. I'm into that. All of that I'm into. But watching the trailer, I didn't get really, really stoked. That said, I've always been surprised by the Oceans movies. I would watch a trailer and not necessarily think much of it, and I would always have a good time with the movie itself. So, you know, I will give it the benefit of the history of the franchise. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the director on this is Gary Ross. Um, so we are not getting, uh, um, gosh, what is the name of the uh, director? Steven Soderbergh. You know what I need a number two of? What's this? Girl's Trip. Oh. That's what I need number two. <laughs> Girls <laughs> trip was Finally. probably. I'm gonna tell you something. Well, you want to talk about? Can we just get an all men cast for that, please? No. Can we get no. an all men? No. Can we get girls trip? No. But it's just all men. Absolutely not. When are men going to get an opportunity on the Oceans, screen? Oceans uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> You know what I mean? Anchorman and freaking uh, old school yeah. and all every other movie. Yeah, man, totally off topic, but phew, Tiffany Haddish, funny all, as hell. Jada Pinkett Smith. That movie needs a sequel for sure. Yeah. Anyway, back to what we were saying: Annihilation. Annihilation. What you I, think of that trailer? Uh, the trailer looks good. That made me excited. Now here's the thing: this is not the first trailer I've watched. I don't know if you've That's seen one, one prior to this, but the trailer that I watched prior to this one was a lot more exciting to me. This, okay. this one makes this this movie look a little bit more like a monster movie, mm-hmm. like they're hunting something or something is hunting them. Mm-hmm. And the trailer prior to that looked a little more metaphysical, psychological, and this changes the tone. I, I will see this movie. This is based on a book which people love very much. I haven't read the book myself, but uh, I'm ready. And I also, I loved Ex Machina. 
And this is coming yes. from the same guy who same did Ex guy. Machina. <clears throat> that was very good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, General uh, Hugs was in X Machina. You remember when Poe and Hugs used to be friends? Yeah. When they used to just well, kick it? Well, were they really friends? No, not even remotely. Yeah. Not in Ex Machina, no. Yeah. If you haven't seen Ex Machina, see that fi- that that the movie. That was really good. A couple more things I want to talk about. Poe, Hugs, and Tomb Raider walk into a bar. And that's the that's the movie, basically. Yeah, it is, actually. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, one last, a couple, couple less things. Kill or Be Killed. Uh, a book we were reading this year, yeah, um, is going to be going to a movie, getting a, a movie adaptation. Yeah, what do you think of that? I think the fact that the director from John Wick is going to be directing it, yeah, makes me go, "Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that." Very exciting. It's like Killer Be Killed. See, it just seemed like a movie. It seemed like something to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. When you said the John Wick director is going to do it, that made me even more excited. Well, though it is interesting. I think because Killer Be Killed doesn't strike me as an action. Comic. Well, I mean, there's action in it. When without spoiling it, as things progress, yeah, as it progresses, yeah, it gets it gets to be more John Wickish. It heats up. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, last thing. This is a uh, personal slash. Not really. You guys can do it if you want. Um, I'm gonna be watching all of the Marvel movies all over again in preparation for. Uh, the Infinity War. Oh, how, how are you doing this? How are so, you structuring this? There's a way that is set out to do it that's really, really easy to follow. And it's basically starting January 1, uh. you watch one movie per week. And then starting with Iron Man? Starting with, so Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, uh, First Avenger, then Avengers, mm. Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America. What is this? Um, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. Avengers Age of Ultron. Goodness. Ant-Man. Goodness. C- Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Infinity War. Gotcha. So if you watch That one, is the ultimate com- uh, if culmination. You, if you watch one movie a week, starting at January 1, that'll walk you on week by week by week and get you ready for Infinity War. So, now let me ask you this. What do you need to be ready for Infinity? Do you feel like you are not ready? It's not that I'm not ready, but I think it's just a fun thing to do. And here's where I'm going with this. Okay. My wife. Mm-hmm. My wife is going to do this with me. <laughs> oh, okay. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because there are a lot of people who may be listening to this podcast. Yeah. There's a lot of people who may be listening to this podcast who got friends sure. who are kind of like, what is this Infinity War thing? Or maybe I saw a couple of the movies, but I didn't see the rest of them. It might be cool to just slowly and easily walk your way down the Marvel Cinematic Universe sure. so that when, event, when, when Infinity War gets here, it's all fresh in your mind. Sure. So the whole narrative is there because I, I mean, this is going to be a culmination of 10 years yeah yeah you know and i watch and i watched iron man one a couple weeks ago yeah it was actually kind of fun to just kind of go man it's like nostalgic like look where we've come from i haven't seen iron man one in so that's what i'm saying so it's not like i need to get ready because i'm so confused right but it's more of just like man it would be just cool just walk down memory lane and even seeing how the movies change how the technology changes how the like it like it's like looking at a yearbook. Looking yeah. at ah okay. Look at, looking yeah. at uh, Robert Downey Jr. play Iron Man for the first time. It's kind of like look at you. Yeah, 
Look at young I mean, Robert. Not even young, but you know what I mean. First younger. discovering the character and, yeah. and what the character is about. Yeah, look at yeah. Uh, freaking uh, Terrence Howard. I was just talking about Iron Man 3 in, in a similar vein. I was just talking about Iron Man 3 with some friends the other day because mm-hmm. that movie felt so different. That was a different take. It was an interesting installment. Yeah. It was Shane Black. Yeah. You know, this, the director who gave us uh, The Nice Guys. And... I was watching that and thinking there is a lot that happened in this movie that I kind of forgot about. Like the entire sequence of the little Christmas village and and the little kid and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all of this stuff that I sort of just forgot about because it didn't necessarily roll toward an Avengers movie. Yeah. Um and it you know the reason I bring that up is to say it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. So yeah. it's been a longer time since Let I've seen the first Avengers. Edward Norton Hulk. The, the first Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. So grab a buddy, grab a sibling, grab a uh, son, daughter, uh, you know, significant other and enjoy and watch, watch the old movies. And maybe we can do like, you know, a bumpers conversation about it. You and I, or that'd be fun. Kind of recap some of those movies, not do a full one shots, but just do like the conversation about how it was watching it over again. That sounds hashtag better than bright. That's that. That's what that. Okay, so just taking shots at the end. I can't wait to get the A B C so I can be like, yeah, right. Um, Better than bright. Episode thirty. Episode eighty-three. Hey, eighty-three. That's it. Let us know what your thoughts are on all of these discussions. Let us know what your thoughts are on how people are responding to Star Wars: Last Jedi. Let us know what your thoughts are on Marvel canceling those books. Let us know what your thoughts are on on, on our thoughts about those things. We want to hear back from you at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Send us emails, comicbookjunto at b3arfrut.com. Send us questions on Twitter, hashtag AskCBJ. Please consider leaving us five stars and a positive comment mm-hmm. on iTunes. Leave us your comments on SoundCloud. Subscribe wherever you listen to this, whether it be um, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or mm-hmm. Overcast or mm-hmm. Stitcher or YouTube or whatever the case may be. And if you're into this podcast, share it with someone else. That's right. That's what we request. That's right. That's our request that you share it with somebody else. Help us grow to Junto. Invite someone else to come listen with you and have these discussions. And if you really, really like this, consider adding us to your pull list. Consider becoming a patron of comic book junto patreon.com forward slash comic book junto if you like what you're doing like if you like what we're doing help us continue to do it help us do it better 2018 we would love to do a video version of this yeah and put it on youtube yeah we've That's been talking about how do. we can do it yeah we, we've been talking about how we can do that we both want to do that we, we want to have new ways of connecting with you and having conversations with each other yeah uh, i've been thinking about lately i've been thinking about a live thing i really want to find new ways to hang out with people mm-hmm. talk about comics uh in person there are way too many culture. things too many yeah geek culture there are too All many of- things in in 2017 i feel like we're trying to turn me into a pessimist Mm -hmm. to turn me into a negative person and I'm trying to find new ways to get with people that I care about that I haven't met before have conversations that I want to have so more on that by the way 2017 is about to end yep we're going into the holiday weekend Mm -hmm. next week we'll have an episode and uh, I think maybe we want to talk about some of our favorite things from the past year Mm. You know, like favorite comics, favorite movies, Mm -hmm. video games, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And all of this is going to segue into the most important feature of Comic Book Junto, the best three 
Gucci Mane albums in 2017. <laughs> he released three albums in 2017. I just realized that he released an album today. Yeah. Called El Gato, The Human Glacier. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go right. Yeah, man. He's how how cool is he? He's the human glacier. It, you, how cool can't is get he? No cooler than being a human glacier. Ice cream cone on his face. Tell you that album. Artwork. Human glacier. Oof, it is rough. It is. Yo, El Gato, the human (laughs) glacier. Yo, you got like a Mount Rushmore Photoshop on a glacier. Wow. Does he know glaciers are melting right now? The snow caps are melting? Not his. Because that's a bad look. Not his. You stay (laughs) Ah. icy. He doesn't tell y'all. Man's not hot. So, no, no. El Gato. Not him. Yeah. So, look, I I can't wait until we talk about my my favorite aforementioned feature segment, Mm -hmm. uh, the top three albums by Gucci Mane. Can't wait. Who knows what the other two are going to be. Can't wait. So, you know, let's talk. We shall see what we shall see. We'll talk to you. All right, Internet. (laughs) The human (laughs) clay. That's all we got. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 